Thanks for tuning into the Firehouse Chronicles with Matt and Katie Spinks, stumbling our way through the glory since 2008. These are our ongoing episodes of revelations into the simple and blissful gospel of Jesus Christ. You can find us at thefirehouseprojects.com, find more on our Facebook page, subscribe to our YouTube channel at You Are Gods on YouTube, or find these podcasts on any of the podcasting platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, etc. We're also on Instagram. Find us all over the internet. We just want to share the joy, the ecstatic bliss of the unconditional love of Jesus and our union with Him. So enjoy the episodes and maybe even consider sharing the link with a friend. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to another Firehouse Chronicles with Matt Spinks here. And uh, we're going to continue our conversational approach. Um, just doing these as kind of vlogs and conversations um, ongoing here on Facebook, um, on our podcast and all the podcasting platforms, and on YouTube, um, although we only have the interactions on the Facebook Live. So if you ever want to uh, join in these conversations, we're going to discuss various topics related to Jesus Christ and His finished work and the glory within and experiencing the glory and uh so if you ever want to join in those conversations, um, subscribe or, or I think it's follow, follow my personal page on Facebook. It's Matt Spinks. Um, yeah. So holy glory, man. We've uh, we've been doing a few of these. We did a meditation a couple of days ago. We started some of these conversational vlogs last week, and I'm just excited to be in 2021. I'm excited. Just this is the greatest time to be alive. And uh, holy jeez, thank you, Lord. <laughs> and so I just want to dive into some stuff, um, discuss things I feel like Holy Spirit's been highlighting to me, um, really about uh, noticing Christ within. I've, I've continued to uh, to dive into that topic over the last few weeks and abiding in Christ, walking in the Spirit. Uh, I've just felt an emphasis on that, and I just want to continue to to engage with that reality. And so... Waiting for a few more people to hop on here on Facebook, but uh, just blessed to converse with you all and to revel on what are the greatest uh, realities, the greatest mysteries revealed in all the universe and all the cosmos in all of, uh, of our reality. And so, yeah, um, you know, so like I said, I, I've just kind of had this, uh, I, I've noticed over the last couple of years that uh, there's so many people that come to conference after conference, meeting after meeting. They sign up for all kinds of different discipleship courses and, and they go to church every week or even a couple times a week. Or, um, or there's some, some of you have dropped out all that stuff altogether. And, but either way, it's like I meet a lot of people that they feel like they know the message, they know the gospel, they know... Uh, so many of these realities, and yet they're uh, not experiencing God on a regular basis by their own acknowledgement, or at least they feel like they're not experiencing God. And so that is like, it just breaks my heart um, because that has not been my experience, you know, for the last 15 years. And so I just want to continue to share. And that's a lot of what our ministry is about is saying, we've tasted of something. We want to share that with you. And uh, so Firstly, maybe we can talk about the, the, the concept of in the finished work. So 
We are proclaiming, and a lot of you believe, that it is finished, that Jesus actually did something at the cross, that Jesus actually accomplished something in his first coming, um, not just forgiveness in some sort of perspective, uh, like as if the Father could only look at you if you were covered in the blood of Jesus, but Jesus did something literally to all the cosmos, uh, transforming us, um, bringing a new creation. And, uh, and so that's the message that we've been proclaiming. And a lot of you kind of know that conceptually, that you are a new creation, that you've been uh, born anew by virtue of him. A lot of you are getting revelation of the vicarious man reality, which um, the Torrance brothers developed so well, um, and which, uh, you know, a lot of you have come to understand just through reading the scripture where, you know, talking about like Jesus was baptized. Well, why was Jesus baptized? He obviously didn't need to repent of anything. He didn't need to be cleansed from sin. But Jesus was baptized because everything he did, he was doing with you, with all of us in him, uh, for us and as us. And so we've been realizing like the implications of this message, uh, which is so just beautiful and mind-blowing and actually is the source of confidence. It's the source of, uh, we're going to talk about this in the coming weeks, of overcoming that victim mentality. Uh, it's It removes all distance and delay. And it gives us confidence to commune in the glory, to have experiential encounters every day, all the time with God. Uh, you know, Hebrews chapter eight says, they shall all know me from the least to the greatest. When? When the new covenant was established, which is what Jesus did at the cross. Uh, by his life, death, and resurrection, he brought us into this new and living way, this new and living reality called himself. We're in him. Now, the thing is though, so many folks kind of are just beginning to grasp that message. I would say, a lot of us don't even believe it. I barely believe it, you know? And so sometimes we're like, man, I think I've been believing the message forever and it doesn't work. Well, first of all, you probably are just beginning to believe it, you know, uh, shakalaka. But um, as you do begin to believe it, it's like, what is the point of this message? What is the point of the finished work? It's not just that we have uh, the right beliefs, obviously. I couldn't care less about that, man. I grew up in... Uh, Lutheranism. I grew up in a, a lot of Christianity where it was all about intellectual information, getting that information just right. And we were so proud that we had our doctrines right. But I know that most of you couldn't give a rip about that, right? Like you are, you're beyond caring about just trying to get every jot and tittle. You're not a Pharisee. You're a lover. You want to live and bear fruit in love with people and, uh, so yeah, shaka like a ding dong. So what is the point of this finished work? It's that we could walk in living awareness of our union. It's that we could enjoy this union. Is that we could experience all of heaven and earth united in Christ in us to experience the tangible shing ding dong. That's why we're always, you know, emphasizing the glory and the drunkenness and the bliss. And I know some people still feel like our our bliss and our happiness is kind of vacuous and shallow and empty because you've been told that life is a, as a roller coaster or as a yin and yang balance of, of happiness and depression of some days good, some days bad. And uh, I think a lot of you have heard me preach this message over and over, but if you haven't come to that realization, uh, all there is for you is rejoicing in Christ. All there is is joy if he actually finished the job. But that joy comes from 
experiencing Christ within. And so I've been talking about this a lot lately. Just um, I've been using the word noticing. A lot of times people have said the word awareness. I like that word too um, because they're effortless words. Like this is not, I, I posted an article the other day called How to Walk in the Spirit, which is just kind of a clickbait because there is no how to. The reality is uh, the message reveals that you already are. We're not trying to get something. We're already in Jesus's relationship with the Father and Holy Spirit. We're already in this perichoresis. We're already in this wonderful dance. We've been included in something that's already happening. And so, but yet there are people that hear this message and they still say, man, I'm just struggling all the time. And, and uh, I think there's a couple things here that I want to continue to unpack uh, in our in our life and ministry, in, and that is number one, taking thoughts captive to this gospel. There's a lot of lies that we've still believed that have sobered us up, that have, that have uh, encouraged distance and delay to not experience what we're already in. So there's a lot of lies, and Paul says he took those things captive to the gospel. He, all the high and lofty things. There's a lot of lofty arguments and lofty philosophies that try to set themselves up against that. And even when we think we know the gospel, because we've been to 100 conferences, um, a lot of times those lies are still, you know, we're still, we're like, well, yeah, I believe it in this, 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 and this, but, but we all have these areas where we're like, that's too good to be true. I'm not going to believe that, you know? And so there is that. But secondly, there's also this thing, because because people have heard so many messages and there's so many spiritual teachers out there talking about all these spiritual things, um, we we've... We thought we had to pray enough. We thought we had to perform, you know, even subconsciously, rather than noticing the river flowing out of our belly. Just note, just relaxing and noticing, or as uh, as uh, John 15 says, remaining right where we are, rather than getting up and going out and looking for something that we think we have to gain. Um, that's why I love... Uh, and I'll just read it again. John 15, 4. Remain in me and I, as I remain in you. For as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Now that sounds like an if-then statement. To, you know, Some people could, oh, I'm going to try to abide. I'm going to try. No, no, no. Like th- That's why even you know Jesus here is using such effortless language. Remain where you already are. <laughs> you're already in, but notice, be aware and be satisfied with what? Not just the intellectual understanding of the message, but that awareness of God all around and within, and especially within. And so I've been pointing out lately, just, just trying to draw our attention, and, and I like to use even some of the most practical terms. It's in your belly, Okay, a lot of guys uh, would talk about, you know, abiding in Christ and even becoming aware of Jesus, but aware of what? Well, are you aware of the core of your being? Let's start with that for a minute. Do you know that there are rivers of living water flowing out of your belly? There are literally the river of fire, the river of his passion, the river of all the fruits of Holy Ghost are currently right now, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter how good a day you had or bad a day, at your the center of your being is a the burning mystic flame of Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. And so I like to say, hey, just notice again, in any moment, in every moment, you 
can simply remain aware of that river. Thank you, Lord. Aware of the bubbling up out of your belly. Rivers of fire, rivers of glory, rivers of love, joy, peace, patience. It's what we've been talking about. And I want to say it over and over again. And now, I also just want to take this moment again to say, I really do believe there's something about the belly. Um, not that this is like one part of you that has more of God or whatever. But I think that's just commonly, you know, even scripturally, John 7 and the KJV and a lot of more literal translations, some say out of your heart. And you, wherever you feel God flowing from, here's, here's something that I've, I've tried to direct people to. Uh, do you speak in tongues? All of us can speak in tongues. And most of you watching this probably already do, or you wouldn't have tolerated a crazy Holy Ghost wacko like me. So what I like to tell people is notice as you pray in tongues, notice where that's coming from. It's not coming from up here. And in fact, they, there's been a, numerous studies that where they've, they've connected um, people who are speaking in tongues to like, you know, brain scans and devices where they're monitoring their brain activity. And it shows that uh, the brain, the function where language is created for a normal uh, human speech is not being activated while you speak in tongues. It's coming from a different place. Just pray with me for a second. And you notice that this is coming from deep within you. And that is the place where you just remain in your awareness, not not looking to circumstances, but looking to Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, the entire kingdom of heaven, all of God, who is already living at the core of your being, at the depths of of your being, no matter who you are. And that to me is really uh, just being aware, being aware of our union. And and at first it might feel a little weird. You're like, well, I don't know. Like this isn't some like strenuous activity. It's simply noticing what's already there in that flow that, that is there that you've often passed off as just nothing. You're like, well, I had this sense within me or I was getting this sense. Listen, that's where the, the depths of your love comes from when you when you are really fl flowing in love towards someone towards God toward yourself it's coming from that core within you that's where God lives and that's you know anyone who loves lives in God and God lives in him because God is love that is all of a sudden noticing your union oh where the love comes from where tongues come from where the joy comes from and letting your awareness dwell there rather than all up in here. This is why the drunkenness, this is what drunkenness really is in the Holy Ghost. It's when your awareness moves to the glory within rather than just in your head all the time, thinking, 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 let just sinking, sinking, sinking into your core where God is. Now that doesn't mean God isn't in your every part of your being and everywhere. God is everywhere. But there is something special about Christ within flowing up out of your belly. And I, I'm just trying to explain some of it the best I can. I'm sure my language is, uh, you will fail me at times. In fact, that's why I want to invite these conversations. If you're watching this, listening to this podcast, you're on YouTube, send us a message. If you're like, you know, now if you're going to completely disagree with me, I mean, that's fine. I uh, probably won't listen because I've been flowing in this for a long time and it works. But shakalaka ding dong. Um, if you're if if you're with me, but you're getting more clarity in certain areas and stuff, let's bounce it off each other. Message and and uh, interact. 
we're all learning and growing. There's no one teacher or guru or whatever it may be that has this um, all put together. It, but it really is a simple message and we're just gaining clarity. A lot of times, it's just uh, some of us have, have never really been aware of God flowing out of our innermost being, out of our belly like a river. And so it's like strange at first and you're getting more clarity. Others of us have been walking in it for a while, but you still get more clarity. I, this year, I've just been surprised and, and noticing again, shaka, ding, 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 wong, 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 wing. I've just been noticing again that it's um, that we know them by their fruits. And how do we know God? By the fruits of Holy Spirit within us. The fruits of the Spirit is where our relationship is. Out of this relationship that's already happening within um, we notice love, joy, peace, patience. And this is where I want to give a prophetic word for this year, guys. Because uh, I believe what God's revealing to me is not unique. But that I believe we're coming back to the simple things again. The church has been so caught up with these sham, wow, like golden big men and women on platforms words. You know, you know, boats and coats and nickels and noses or whatever. And, uh, you know, Jesus is... Man, I've just been feeling this so much this last few months. Like Jesus is really in the simple fruits of the Spirit first. Like until we're just saturated and satisfied in what the fruits that we already have in Christ flowing up out of our belly like a river, he's not going to, you know, distract us by giving us these big out here words about planes, political leaders, and, you know, whatever it may be. <laughs> about boats and coats and, and, and Lear jets. But uh, he's bringing us back to these simple, simple things this year. And, and always, because it's, it's, like, it's like people that want to share with you great revelations. They think they're getting greater revelations in the Bible, but they don't even understand the Bible. It's like, okay, so you're, you think you're going to blow our minds with revelation, but you don't even know the scriptures yet. You know, it's like, if, you, if, if we haven't learned to just notice the whole point of the finished work, Christ within us, that communion, that effortless union that we have, and, and then just the simple love, like patient, making us just patient people. You know, I will take someone who's patient before someone who can give me a hundred accurate prophetic words any day, any day, because that is the character of God. Like, I, you know, it's like the sham wow words are like talking about, you know, uh, the things I own. But the, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is talking about me. You know, it's like we're, we're talking about God's kingdom. Do you want to talk about, you know, just the stuff that God owns in his kingdom? Or are you in love with the king? Because the king is all about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. And this is what we have within us more than any other big word, more than a destiny word. God is not so concerned about your activities and your missions those are important, but way secondary, tertiary to just experiencing the relationship, experiencing the union, and feeling that river flow. I don't know how many pastors and ministers burn out every year because they're not just enjoying the river flow. Like, ah, I, can't, I could not be bothered, guys, if I schedule another ministry event, if we cancel everything. We can't, if everything shuts down and it's just me in a hidey hole, <laughs> my mystic hidey hole, I'm enjoying the glory. I'm enjoying the glory within. And this is not because I'm better than any of you or because I, you know, anything. I just notice 
what Jesus came for to purchase for me, I notice that I have a river of God. I have a river of life. I, uh, so do you. So do you. We're in. We're in. We are in. Feel the river just right now. You're just flowing up with, from within. There's that river, that river, that river, that river. Woo! Of God. Just feel, I mean, I can always lean back and feel the mystic fire of Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit right up in here. And you have him too. Hey. Now it's taking time to just be aware, to set our minds on these things. Set our minds on things above. What? Where Christ is seated. Where is that? It's not above, far in the sky. It just means the things that are more important. The things that are above are right here. The kingdom of heaven is within you, sitting and taking time to to bask in that. That's what contemplation is, meditation, until um, you're so aware of that that you can go about your daily things. Now, not everybody has time to take weeks aside or or months or hours a day in silence, but but find some time somewhere so that even if you have to take little smoke breaks at work while the other guys are smoking, you're going and just token and feeling God within so that your awareness stays uh, in the whole point of existing, which is communion with God. (laughs) So I think there's just so many that thought communion with God was this out there, hard and difficult thing far away. But the Bible just teaches us very simply that out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. In fact, let's just read that again in John chapter 7. I believe it's close to verse 37. Uh, on the last and greatest day of the feast. Uh, yeah, there it is. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out. I mean, think of this. Jesus stood up and started shouting this, declaring one thing on that day, uh, the great day of the feast, which I believe is the tabernacles. Is, yeah. Um, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart, in the ESV says, the KJV says, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. This is the point of existence, guys, that as we trust in him, as the scripture said, which even that trust is a gift, it's all ours in Christ, that out of our innermost being will flow rivers of of living water. Ah, even as I'm talking today, let's feel the rivers. Amplified says, from his innermost being shall flow continuously springs and rivers. The Darby Bible says, out of his belly shall flow rivers. ESV says, out of his heart will flow rivers. The Good News Bible says, streams of life-giving water will pour out from his side. Uh, the Good Speed translation says, uh, If anyone believes in me, streams of living water shall flow forth from his heart. The Moffat says, out of his body, as scripture says, streams of living water will flow. The Lexham English Bible says, just as the scripture said, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. The message says, rivers of living water will brim and spill out of the depths of anyone who believes in me in this way. I mean, all the translations doesn't matter what it's trying to point you to is that you don't miss out on the everyday privilege of of feeling the communion of experiencing this gift simply remaining where you already are and remaining in what you're in holy glory uh
I can't emphasize it enough, man. It's like ever since I got drunk, that's the thing. People are like, how do you get drunk? I'm like, for me, it's, this is what it feels like. I'm, I'm leaning back into the glory that's in my belly. That's it. I lean, I'm leaning back into the glory that's in my belly, simply abiding in the free gift that I already have, knowing that I'm already as drunk as he is. I'm already included because I, this is what Jesus accomplished in his life, death, and resurrection, including me in himself. So I'm just, I'm just taking a moment and becoming aware, not just intellectually. That's great. Intellect is fantastic, but I'm sinking into my core. I'm sinking in to the center. And so, and that's, that's where the fruit is, man. Like I feel so patient there. I feel so good there. I feel so kind. I mean, that's why like to me that the current political climate was, you know, there's so much fighting between right and left and, and there's so many Christians that have aligned with this dictator that doesn't care about people and stuff. To me, it's like, when I'm just leaned back in my belly, feeling the love, joy, and peace, like how could I align with these people that just don't care about people? You know, uh, the kingdom of Jesus is nothing like these political movements we're seeing, guys. Uh, it's time to unplug and just focus back on the glory. I just declare that over 2020 right now. Would you just release that with me in Jesus' name that the church would just return to a focus on the rivers of living water within them, the rivers of glory inside. <sighs> Hallelujah. So I have one more thing I want to share today related to this from Galatians 5. We'll go back there uh, toward the end of Galatians 5. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to put them in there. Like I'd like to keep this conversational. Um, if you have any things you want to share on this, uh, please send them to us. We really want to be helpful. We really want to converse together, that we would continue to accelerate and grow until literally all of our lives and all of our families and friends look like heaven on earth. Woo! Until our households are flooded with prosperity, bliss, peace, patience, all the fruits and all the gifts. Um, so let's keep that conversation going. But, you know, I will say something like there are some of us that have heard this message and, and I, I keep fe feeling the pushback from, from folks um, we've even had guys completely abandon the finished works over a misunderstanding in this area and, and seeing people get stuck. But there are a number of people who hear this message that you are perfect in Christ, that you are beautiful, that you are holy, that it is finished. And for some reason, um, because they haven't, you know, because their lives are not filled with the fruit of the spirit, both they and the people that are watching them question like your message. You know, if People know that if you're believing, the truth should produce love. You know, that, that if you're believing Jesus, Jesus should make you joyful, patient, kind, and good. And yet, I really want to challenge you all. Like, well, it's, it's, it's actually a really fine line where you, you, you want to pastorally understand this correctly because you don't want to put people back into this navel-gazing and self-analyzing, like, because most people feel already condemned and like they don't measure up already. And so, you know, that's why for me, I rarely talk about this stuff because most of you already, you're your own worst critic, to be honest. And sometimes you have trouble de delineating the voice of Holy Spirit from the voice of the accuser. Uh, Holy Spirit is always your friend. Holy Spirit is always leaving you encouraged and empowered, never, never leaving you, but you know what I mean? <laughs> empowering you and encouraging you. 
but there are some that have just, you know, they've latched onto only these continually, uh, you know, uh, encouraging words that never actually empower. And, uh, and, and the apostles had a lot to say about this. It said, if you never, if your life is filled with, well, I'll just read what Paul wrote here in Galatians 5. He says, uh, verse, Galatians 5, 19, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like this. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Shaka-laka-laka-laka, ring, 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 wong, wong. Now, don't worry. Don't get into stress. Um, None of those things happen as we are aware of the gospel. Um, But I think there's some people that have misunderstood the gospel as if it's just supposed to tell you that um, nothing in your life is going to change and everything's just great the way it is. And uh, so, you know, God just loves you. He forgives you, but you're kind of going to be stuck. And that is not the message of Jesus. That is not the message. Um, uh, it is finished. When you actually understand it, empowers you into, what, and uh, I can just testify for my own life. That's the only one I really know personally. Uh, I feel love. I feel Galatians 5.22 says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And so, I do not want to encourage like a navel gazing or whatever, but, uh, you know, people notice. Uh, and, and I think we really need to have a humility, guys, like, and just continue to drink and manifest love for ourselves rather than, you know, there's so many people out there saying, I know the truth, and they're shouting the truth at people. And listen, when you are manifesting the fruit of the Spirit, you won't have to shout the truth to people. Uh, I'm not saying there isn't a time for that, but that won't be your overall emphasis of life is is shouting and trying to convince. Like if you're walking in love and joy and peace and patience, people are going to run to you to listen to what you have to say. Now, not always. I, I do understand like people do get stubborn and they don't want to hear anything other than just whatever they want. But my, you hear my point, like the fruit of your life speaks much louder than your words. and And so... I just want to encourage us guys, like, don't be satisfied with mere information and going back and living just the way that everybody else always lived, you know, um, but just be abiding, not always analyzing yourself. Paul said, I don't even judge myself. I, I have no desire to put you back on the hamster wheel of judging yourself. But at the same time, like, if you're preaching the finished works message, um, make sure before you're preaching it that you're drinking from him within you, drinking from your union, and that you're loving, you're joyful, you're peaceful, you're patient, you're kind, you're good, you're faithful, you're gentle, you live in uh, self-control. Shaka, laka, laka, laka. Getting a good question here. Um, My buddy Matthew says, uh, what do you say to people who think that God doesn't want to flow in them all the time, like 24-7, as if he only moves when he wants, and that isn't all the time. <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah. I remember those days. It's been a long time since I've been around uh, this t- the type of mentality, but a lot of the church does believe that. They believe in kind of visitations. You know, God comes and goes. You never know when. Um, but I mean, the I, I believe the whole entire message of the Bible is 
union with God, you know, uh, as, as the Eastern Orthodox folks say, it's theosis. Um, although I take it even farther because sometimes they, they make it sound like you got to work into theosis. Um, theosis is a gift. I mean, I'm in him and he is in me. So what, I mean, why would that not be a 24 seven reality? <laughs> it's as if, uh, you know, our marriage to Jesus is only, uh, you know, he's a one night stand or he just comes and goes whenever he pleases. No. Um, you know, we, I mean, out of our belly is meant to flow rivers of living water, uh, walking in the spirit, keeping in step with the spirit. I think there's just, you know, so little biblical support for that lie, brother Matthew. Uh, if it's not 24 seven to me, I'm not even interested in, you know, uh, cause if, if God withdraws, draws his presence for me for a day, I'm going to die. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, I've just had one little reminder thought. One of the things that Holy Spirit's been emphasizing to me over the last year is uh, those all those times in the scripture where Jesus says, I do nothing of my own initiative. I just think that's so interesting, you know, especially in the book of John. Um, I do nothing of my own initiative. I, I really believe, um, you know, Jesus didn't come just as our example, but as our representative. We we're in him. We're not trying to uh, redo everything that Jesus did. Yet, I think in that aspect where he did nothing of his own initiative, I really believe is a is an amazing reality that we can walk in. Um, and I think that is why I continue to... I think that's the difference between those that end up in the works of the flesh or whatever, or end up just in fruitless lives, like John 15 says, abide in me, you bear much fruit. If you're not abiding, you're not going to bear any fruit at all. What What's the key? It's like realizing that you can actually live a life completely possessed, like he, God's wearing you like a glove. Now, it is a wonderful dance. We do have some sort of interaction there, and, and it's not like we're robots that are just controlled all the time by God. Um, but I, I believe, just like Jesus, it's like, uh, in the end, God is meant to get the glory for the things that manifest from our life. And so God only gets the glory when God is the initiator, the the enabler, the empowerer, the one that walks it out in and through us. I know that word enablement sounds bad to some of you. Change it for empowerment. Uh, the one that's doing the works, you know. Um, and that's what Paul said. You know, Paul was a grace preacher, and yet he probably manifested, you know, more activity than almost any any Christian you've ever heard of uh, going to the ends of the known world. You know, Paul, it, there's there's reason to believe that Paul thought he had preached to every nation during his lifetime. There's just a lot of places he didn't know about yet. Uh, but uh, in all that, he said it's by the working, the mighty working of God within him, um, the same power that raised Christ from the dead. And so uh, when we're pointing to this glory within to enjoy this communion, it's also staying, just lean back saying, I can do nothing, God. If 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 I'm not living in this union, uh, just aware of this union, and then be carried along from that core place by you, uh, all I can do is bear my own independent self works, which are always like chaff. They're always like uh, they don't have the sustaining love in them. They're not filled with that juice of the wacky glory, man. They're they're just man's best attempts. And so I think still what we see in the church, and even in a lot of guys, so called preaching grace or whatever is uh, 99% just man's best attempts. Um, but man, when that when you really meet those moments where we're where a human being is doing nothing of their own initiative, but just being carried along by Jesus within, 
being led by the Spirit. Dude, that, those times are so fruitful and so juicy, man, that people talk about them for ages, that people, that the, uh, the, the reverberations are felt into eternity. And so that's, you know, I, I, I know I'm not describing all this fully accurately. And I, so I, that's why I do. I want to continue to be humble and, and invite the conversation in. But there's something. I just want to point to something that I, about doing nothing of your own initiative and being led by the Spirit, which is in union with your Spirit. So it's not something you don't want to do. It's being led by the desire. Like you're going to love the things that God has for you because He's tailor-made you to walk in this wonderful dance, but he's, for the most part, that dance leader, you know. Um, sometimes, you know, we can, obviously it's not like, you know, what color underwear do I need to put on today? Or like, do I brush my hair to the right? Do, do I brush my teeth in a circle motion? Like, you don't have to be like sitting there waiting for every little word from God because I've met guys like that and they're always paranoid and they end up, you know, there's no rest there. No, walking in the spirit is very restful, very easy. It keeps you even keel. You're not like freaking all the time, like a psychosis, like schizophrenic, you know, person that's always trying to, you know, afraid to move without God's explicit unctions. But at the same time, there is something holy and glorious about that, about continuing to, to just drink. And this bring it all back to the, kind of the theme of this video is like drinking from uh, the point of the finished works, like not just hearing the message and getting the right information, but then being like, oh, the whole point of it was walking in experiential union, which is effortless, which I'm already in, uh, but setting my mind on that rather than being distracted by all these other things that get me up out of my abiding, that get me up off my seat in heavenly places and, and, I'm like trying to make things happen in my own strength, but no, like resting. And so I think you guys got the point of this video. Send me some messages, some, some feedback, some comments, but uh, let's just close out and just feel again. Hey, there you are, Lord. There you are. Whoa. I feel you in my belly, in my heart, in the core of my being. Oh, I notice you there. I notice you there now, Abba. Jesus and Holy Spirit, the entire Trinity, all the fullness. As Colossians 2 says, Jesus Christ was filled with all the fullness and you are in him and he is in you. Oh, noticing that reality, that reality, oh, which is always leading us in triumph, which is always leading us from glory to glory as we simply abide in the rivers of living water flowing from our innermost being. So let your awareness dwell there, enjoy abiding, enjoy remaining right where you are. Make this uh, the pattern of your life. I, I want to encourage you, if you're, if you're sitting there thinking, I don't know what he's, he's exactly talking about. Here's two things I say. Take some time to meditate on Christ within, like even if it's just five minutes every morning, five minutes every evening. If you can go up to an hour or whatever, just sitting there and instead of thinking, now if thoughts come and go, that's fine, but let your awareness dwell in the belly and, and just notice love coming up out of your belly. Notice joy. Notice Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit and all their fruits and all their gifts flowing. And, and set that time aside and, and, and notice those things. And as that becomes a regular part of your life, you'll begin to notice then that'll become your 24-7 reality. So, yeah, I think that's huge, guys. That's huge. 
Also know though, if you missed your meditation times or if you're like, whatever, every moment it's still there because he will never leave you or forsake you. You were permanently united in Christ because of what he did once and for all. Never a separation, never a moment where you can't simply lean back again, feel the river flow. All right, guys, love you. Hope this was helpful. Uh, maybe share it with a friend. Shing ding dong. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the Firehouse Chronicles with Matt and Katie Spinks. Check out all of the events and other grace and glory resources we've been inspired to host at thefirehouseprojects.com. There's so much brewing right now. Also, Matt and Katie do ministry full-time with the support of partners like you. So if you're blessed by our ministry, would you consider becoming a monthly partner or making a one-time donation at thefirehouseprojects.com donate. The more partnership we have, the more resources and nations we get to reach with this glorious good news. So thank you so much. Cheers, deep drinks, and until next time.